When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Greetings, weary travelers. Come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and, of course, Tales of Tamriel, brought to you by the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages, with a weird pause in my intro for some reason. Um, <laughs> as you can tell, I am once again your host, Lotus of Doom. Arcaneer is in transit, so he does not believe he will be able to make it. However, in his stead, we have the, <laughs> I guess, both hosts of the Elder Scrolls University podcast, uh, QS. So welcome back, Nephis. You joined us once uh, before, a while back. And uh, Olibo, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you join Hello. for a change. Thank you. So we're going to kind of dive right into... As for news, um, this week it is pretty light just because we're literal days away from getting the new DLC as well as Update 37, which has been on the PTS. We've made reference to it at certain points, uh, but it's coming to a close, so it looks like things are about as final as they're going to get. Um, but that will be launching on PC on the 13th of March, which is in two days, right? Is that the PC day? It's like Tuesday or whatever. Mo and Monday. Monday? Okay. Monday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's Saturday today. That makes sense. Um, and then on console, where I am, we get it on the 28th, which is inconveniently timed for me just because I'm doing a bunch of other stuff. But whatever. We'll <laughs> It's it's fine. Uh, I'll find a way to play it because uh, it looks very good. I've heard I I've stayed mostly clueless to the new dungeons, but I've heard they're very good, um, like fun wise. Uh, I also heard that they changed the difficulty from them being kind of sort of too easy in a lot of people's opinions to more challenging. I don't know. Have have either of you been messing with them on PTS at all? Or uh, I have not. But Mephus, have you? The dungeons? Yeah, either mm -hmm. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I've done both hard modes. Okay, you've done as, both as hard modes. Yep, yeah. okay. So, um, have you tried them over the course of it? Like, did did it change at all? I've just heard that it got amped up. I think Skinny Cheeks' last video, he actually had mentioned that they've, they've adjusted the difficulty to make it more challenging, where a lot of people seem to, at least on launch. I was talking to, like, a puppies, and he was like, yeah, we, we kind of breezed through them, and he's like, they, they would benefit from a little bit more challenge, so. Um, uh, I only did it in week one. Okay. I, I think it was the hardest. Yeah, yeah, okay. And kind of, uh, like, Balsinar, the first boss wasn't hard, mm -hmm. because the dot was purgeable. 
Okay. One of the mechanics, oh. but yep. at the same time, I heard you can roll dodge it now. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then I guess last boss, there's a bug with the final boss ticks. So no one really knows. Oh, interesting. I, mean, I, I think I think it's fine. Um, yeah. And the other one is Scrivener's Hall, which I found more challenging in general. Okay. Especially on the uh, the Infernal Machine Worm. I don't, I don't know what those are called. The, the worm data. Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah. It looks like a sandworm with like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're that, talking that's about. The, that's the hardest one. Okay. I think they slightly buffed the last boss. From All right. I know. Cool. Fair enough. Um, all right. So, actually, Nightel's ringing up. Yes, I was going to say, Nephis is a little three-dimensional today. <laughs> um, so, that's uh, that's kind of the only news, so to speak, as last time we kind of went over all the events and whatnot with that. Uh, you know, stay tuned as that gets closer. There's unlikely to be any presence at PAX East as well, but who knows uh, if there's anything else there. I've still got something planned if I can actually keep it aligned. But basically this week we're going to be diving into a specific topic that I really wanted both of you here for because I think you both have a better gauge toward talking about this, especially because I'm on one side of it and I've actually kind of fine-tuned what I was doing with these builds based on you've been doing some really whacked out stuff with it, uh, Nephis, with some of your videos, a lot of your build guides. Um, but one of the things that I've been championing a lot as of late um, is this new heavy attack style of DPS that is in the Elder Scrolls Online. And granted, you could always heavy attack. That's And it was like a meta for medium weaving at one point back with... Was that Morrowind, I think, when that was... Mm, I, yeah, I don't remember when that was, but that was not... I did not enjoy that. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then there's... Uh, you know, heavy attacking has always been a thing, but as of now, with the new change to Empower and the Oaken Soul Ring basically giving you 100% uptime on the Empower buff, it makes heavy attack weaving <clears throat> or the heavy attack style of DPSing really bridge this gap that honestly has been talked about in the end game community when you want people to get involved with this stuff this has been like a huge hurdle for a lot of people the the light attack weaving the game never really teaches you this um but it accounts for a lot of damage in the game and this heavy attack thing is much simpler to your rotations it knocks off one of the bars completely from a two bar build um, and it's letting people do a lot of stuff that they were previously unable to do because the floor to the damage is really pretty high, whereas the floor to damage when you're doing a normal light attack style of combat is pretty low if you don't know what you're doing. Um, I guess kicking this off right out the gate, what what are your opinions on this being added as kind of like a viable play style to the game and it's becoming really really popular very quickly at least maybe it's different on pc but like on console if, if i pug something like half the people are in this like all of the time like not necessarily all sorcerers but like everybody is doing a heavy attack thing so mm. is that equally common from what you've seen if you bother to pug stuff uh, i just was basically getting transmutes and stuff like that so i've seen like a lot of random runs and things like that. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm a fan of it, but like it seems like it's 
kind of divisive whether people like it or not um and how how much it's kind of catching on yeah i mean i've i've not seen that much of it honestly on okay. pc um i feel like a lot of people are still kind of stuck in the the two bar build which is fine sure um but at the end of the day if you're doing damage i don't care what you're what you're wearing what sure. how you're doing it yep like if you're down as a damage dealer, your job is to do damage. Like, you can be a werewolf, you can be a heavy attack sork. That doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's um, that's kind of my think, take on a lot of stuff. It's like, dude, just do your role. Yeah. I, I, I'm not here to police you. Like, precisely. Yeah. Um, well, I know. Obviously, a lot of people have been very vocal about it, like you say. And yeah, I mean, I wonder why they're so vocal because. The only content you can really do with Oakensoul is stuff that is a little bit older. And if you're really trying to push that curve of being the first to do some content, uh, you're not going to be able to do it with Oakensoul, sadly. Um, but uh, having said that, anything that can you know, introduce more people to a higher level of content, that's only got to be a good thing, surely. I think we should be grateful. <laughs> That more people are able to do the content that we want them to do. Right, or have any interest in it. (laughs) Yeah, precisely, yeah. Um, The more people that can do harder content, the healthier that's going to be for the community. So I'm all in favor of of the barrier to entry being quite low. There's a lot to break down here. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) there there really is, especially Um, because you've got so many different guides being built. So I figured you were probably hearing like a pretty wide variety of opinions on this. uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, actually, uh, it pains me to say it, but I think ESO players are the most predictable people in the world. (laughs) No, 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 I'm serious. No, no, you're you're right. I already know where this is going, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to agree with you, but yep, go ahead. So when I was, when I was like, when we were testing the heavy attack stuff in uh, VAS hard mode, and we got IR, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. and I I thought about pretty much all this when I was like uploading that video, and then when I was making that first build video for, I think it was... Warden, because uh, because of the whole Return to Morwen campaign, because yep. you know we gotta showcase Warden. Sure, make it on brand. Like, <clears throat> there's a excuse me, I'm a little sick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um, I, I had like multiple conversations with different people about what was going to happen, and like I literally said, well, you know what, I'm thinking I'm gonna lose either way, because people will blame me uh, if the Oaken Soul whatever doesn't get nerfed because i made videos yep. and people will blame me if it gets nerfed because i made videos <laughs> and correct myself, by the way. <laughs> and i also brought up the fact that hey people are gonna get really salty about this yeah because uh we saw the same thing happen with not just this heavy attack stuff but we also saw the same thing happen with um barrier <laughs> we saw the same um, thing yeah. happen with ring of the pale order mm-hmm. uh and stranglers yeah people just are really weird about the fact that things introduced to the game by the developers enable players to do uh, not better, but like a higher degree of the game of, of gameplay or content in this case. Mm. Right. Yeah. And oh God, I don't know where to start with breaking this down. I know there's so many like, parts of this. <laughs> yeah. 
But I'm, I'm just going to say that like, I mean, ESO players are pretty predictable. Yeah. It's going exactly the way I thought it would. Well, I mean, we go through <laughs> the same cycle every time <laughs> that this happens. So, like, to your point, it's like cue people who enjoy the thing, outrage against the thing. People kind of get bored of the situation and it becomes normalized or it gets nerfed. And then the next thing is introduced. Some people like the new thing. Some people are outraged against the new thing. And then people get over it and it gets either nerfed or normalized. And then it, and then this just keeps happening like every time, like you said, like just the ones you've mentioned alone. It's like, okay, yeah, those all have been these situations that have caused all this uproar for a brief period of time. And one of the things that I, I kind of like that you differentiate is between people who sort of like being thought of as end gamers, I guess, or like, oh, I need to be better than somebody else so that it seems like I am good. And then people who just like to do stuff because it's challenging. Hmm. And usually that second group just wants more people involved. Like we were just talking about. It's like, no, get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Get used to it. Like yet you're not getting you know, uh, a planes breaker with Oak and Soul heavy attack builds. Like, unless some stuff gets nerfed, or I don't know, I guess people get enough practice, maybe you can reach a damage threshold. I don't have a breaker to begin with, so I don't actually know <laughs> if that's, like, mathematically possible yet. I wouldn't think so, just because of the, the last fight, from my understanding. I wouldn't think the threshold would be quite high enough. But regardless, people, like... Some people like preventing people from getting there or they don't want them to get there too easily, which I don't know. I don't get the if something is changed and something new is introduced and people enjoy it. I don't feel that invalidates my experience and stuff like in older dungeons when you complete them at launch before they're nerfed. I don't feel like I'm better than somebody who just completed it now that it's been like like the the biggest one is a frost vault when the middle boss didn't like work originally mm. that was a challenge that i did not feel was any good because it just was buggy like that's like okay yeah it's harder but like it's just annoying so getting that trifecta okay fine but then now somebody gets it and the boss just works properly it's like okay cool you had a much less annoying time with it i don't feel slighted that i just was impatient and did it when it was buggy as hell like i it to me doesn't invalidate it i would rather people enjoy it like okay yeah this is something you now do and there's more functional ways to do it i i don't know it I kind of just view my own gaming experience a bit more, I guess, as opposed to worrying about how other people's experiences are comparing to mine. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically 90% of the... There's like, yeah, that's basically 90% of what people are saying that are against it. I don't know if you watched that video where I talked about the stupid debate. This is actually what spurred me to want to okay. do this. <laughs> this, is, this is, that video, when you put that, I was like, Ooh, you know what? I actually want to jump on this while it's a relevant topic. And you just thought, I was like, you know what? I feel like this is, so that, that's actually why I reached out, um, was because I saw that video and I was at work. I was like, Ooh, you know what? Let's see if we can sync this up real quick. Yeah. So that kind of goes back to the whole, like, ESO players being very predictable. I made that video while I was making the Warden Heavy Attack video, the first one. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
<laughs> Incredible. And, I, and, and, you know, the moment I saw that comment thread, I was like, yeah, this is basically what I literally, what I knew what people would say probably. So, yeah, um, the the biggest focal point of the video was that comment thread. I don't know, Ollie, if you saw that comment thread or whatever. Um, it's basically yeah. this guy saying, well, why should... Uh, essentially, just boils down to uh, people should spend a specific amount of time to do to get trifectas or whatever. Uh, he compared ESO to the NBA. What yeah. was it? Widening the hoops. Or Widening the hoops. Curry. Yeah, that that's I'm just like what are you talking? About? That is that is an interesting jump in logic. Like I know what he's saying, which sense. is not. Yeah, I mean. The concept of what he's saying, I understand the analogy he's trying to make, but the problem is it's like wicked heavy duty false equivalent, <laughs> like real extreme. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's basically like, well, I had a hard time, right? And he, he said it; he literally said it in la one of the last comments, right? Um, I don't know if it's a he or she um, that they spent hours on the dummy, they spent so much in potions, only for you know a one bar heavy attack build you know to to maybe outparse him or yeah. to do content he was struggling with and i think that was a that i think that's a huge case of ego um i would agree it's it's, mm -hmm. it's just ego it is the other yeah um and the other argument which i think is a maybe a little bit more valid than the ego is people concerned that well how easy should it be and I, I don't know about this one either, because there are some people who do think, okay, you know, this is great and all, but um, what what happens down the road if maybe Zoss or whatever nerfs the one bar builds, right? right. So you, you got all these people yeah. now invested into the one bar setup. Um, what if it gets nerfed like next patch for the chapter? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Right? When, when they didn't nerf it for Scribes of Fate, I was literally like, yes, because I, I'm so <laughs> over the like, it's why I sort of fell out of progging. I dropped all my prog teams uh, right around update 35 and whatnot, not because I was slighted because stuff was nerfed or, you know, any of that stuff. I was just tired of relearning everything. I was like, I, I don't have the time for this. I can't like I'm not bleeding edge DPS. I again, I'm that group that like. I only tanked, and then I was like, you know what? I want to be able to get into more stuff, so I practiced for a pretty heavy amount and got myself up so that I could be in the 90k range for DPS, which is adequate for pretty much anything, most challenge right. content. It was like, okay, this is really, this should be fine, um, but I'm also not going for, like, world record type things. I'm just going for trifecta clears or whatever, and, and it... I sucked. I sucked at it. And it took me a really long time to get the weaving thing down and all of that. And I obviously can still improve a bunch. But I was like, this is at least good. I, I can be functional. And I kept having to readjust when things were nerfed. And it was like, okay, well, now I'm, now, now I'm not over that threshold anymore. So, like, I got to try to get back to there. And then another change happened. And I was like, okay, this is exhausting. I, I'm just... I'm good for the moment, and there was some tanking bugs with, like, the block stuff that I was like, okay, I don't want to tank, and I don't want to DPS, and I don't want to heal because I just don't like healing. So, like, <laughs> so I was like, okay, what am I... I was like, my situation is I'm glad that there's other aspects of the game. I like PvP. I like the other stuff. I was like, I'm going to amuse myself with that for now. I'm going to do the story. I'm going to 
I, I'm just not into progging. I was like, I, I'm just going to take a break. And then once it maybe stabilizes, I'll jump back. And then with Firesong, this heavy attack thing started to come about where people were recognizing how it worked and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? Let me let me try that. Because some of my friends were like, hey, have you tried this? Hey, have you tried this? And I was like, I don't play a sorcerer. Or I don't play this. And they're like, no, no, it works with anything. The sorcerer is just like the easiest, so to speak. And I was like, all right. what? You know what? I've got nothing really that I'm doing. I'll, I'll mess around with it. And I tried it. And I was like, wow, this seems... Like pretty simple, like not not it's like pretty straightforward rotation. It seems to be hitting pretty hard. I was like, maybe I should do like a, an actual DPS test and see how I do. And my first one was like eighty four k, like just completely clueless, didn't even have all the skills or the gear properly set up on a sorcerer. And I was like, wow, that's way higher than I would have expected. So by my fourth test, after I put on some proper stuff, I had already matched the seven months of practicing prior to that with light attack weaving. I don't feel like I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I wasted all this time practicing the other thing. Well, no, now I just know two things. <laughs> like, I can, <laughs> like, that to me wasn't a bad thing. That was just like, oh, I can match, like, I good DPS. Like, okay, that's fine. And I still switch between heavy attack styling and, and not. I've just been really enjoying the fact that it's like, okay, the rotation is pretty simple, to the point where I understand why people are like, I don't like this. This is boring. That's totally fine. Like, I, that's the most valid criticism I've heard against it is some people are like, this is boring. There's like no, there's almost nothing to like, you keep up your four dots and, and like, you heavy attack. That's yeah. fine with me because I actually like looking around, paying attention to the mechanics and stuff like that more. So me not whiffing on a light attack and screwing up my whole rotation doesn't, bother me some people need to multitask more than that i think and that's so this wouldn't be appealing to them but i didn't feel like it undermined me practicing the other style either necessarily it's just like okay they're they're different things and if i got better at the more traditional light attack style way of doing things your ceiling is much higher than anything you can do with a one bar Oaken Soul build like that that the floor is much better but the ceiling to it is also pretty close to the floor like there's there's like not a lot of space there whereas you can go much much higher if you are competent with a two bar build so like the fact that I think that should always maintain like there should always be uh -huh. benefit to using two bars over one but making one with heavy attack style relevant to stuff I think is a good thing. And then you can kind of branch out when you want to go over that threshold. You're going into, you know, your group's trying to be optimized. You're trying to score push. You're trying to do the most current hard modes or whatever. Um, this seems like that weird bridge that's kind of been missing to me for a long time where it's just like, Yep, you're casual, or you actually know how this, like, weaving style thing works. And there's, like, nothing in between. This seems like almost that style that we've been, like, well, I, okay, there needs to be a, a, a better step, because it's a huge jump prior. This, to me, is kind of that step. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's totally fair as well. I mean... 
you want the 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 most profitable and and best performing build to use all of the uh, all of the features that the combat system has to give you um and i think two bar builds uh, with the life tax still do that um and i don't think anything's being taken away by having an alternative that has a lower ceiling like yep. the people who really care about pushing the end game stuff as long as they're still you know getting to use the whole combat system getting to you know put that practice in and and have something have it pay off yeah um i don't think it's going to really bother too many like what i would say true end gamers are people that are like trying to push triples when they come out <laughs> right sure yeah yeah and i think where this gets people um a little bit frustrated is when they've been trying to clear a trifecta for months and months and months maybe years uh they're kind of a little bit late to the game and they see someone overtake them who has <laughs> you know just picked up the game yeah they're playing with a controller instead of a mouse and keyboard yep um, the person who, they're overtaking yeah. them. <laughs> a person who picks up a controller or mouse and keyboard and, and picks up a heavy attack build isn't going to get a trifecta right away right. either. Well, that's... I don't know. It's, yeah. It's well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's something that actually I, I'm glad, glad you said because like one of the thing, which is why a, a lot of people are called, you know, uh, broken sorks and like, oh, this is super OP and stuff like that. And I was like, well, first of all, it's objectively not as damaging as if you're good with two bars. <laughs> like, I mean, there's this... But no, not, your durability is like solid, like especially if you use like the the twilight uh, for the source that that's got like the healing thing. You're you're like a little mobile health station type of deal. Um, but I mean, it's a, it's objectively not as good as an optimized team. However, for those of you trying to conquer something for the first time, I feel like this is really where it kind of shines. Um, and we're gonna kind of just uh, th this little reference usually we do the tails thing toward the end but this is super relevant to this specific topic so um one of the things i i did actually on monday we just formed a new there were some people who were just hanging out and we were like hey you want to run like one of the new dungeons like let's 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 see if we can do a trifecta like we didn't we stopped progging it's one of my members from my old team and uh two of my other buddies and we were like let's jump into this let's you know let's let's do something which one do we want to do and we're like oh let's do grave and deep and i was like okay let's do grave and deep like whatever and the tank had literally never even done the hard modes he was just like yeah sure whatever i'll figure it out and we're like perfect you'll figure it out and um it took us two sessions uh to do it so like three hours ish or so i believe um and we did three of us were goofing around with the, the heavy attack style because we all ended up liking it. The tank got his bearings on how the fights actually worked. Um, I found out that that weird problem that I had where I literally couldn't see the soul rip thing, which was a huge problem that I had because I'm actually not colorblind. I'm, I'm like mm -hmm. legally regular blind, but that's why I have glasses. Um, for whatever reason, when I was uh, DPSing it on my Templar, I... I I would watch the VOD in still frames and I could not determine when I had soul, soul rip. Like I, people were telling me I had it. I'm like, I cannot see this. Oh I found out what the problem was. The reason I never noticed it was it, it matches the way that you glow 
like this gold color as a Templar and it was just screwing with me not noticing it. Like it, it oh. wasn't that I couldn't see it. I'm just like, I didn't ever yeah. differentiate it. And I was like, holy crap, it's there this whole time and I'm just not piecing it together. Since I was on a sorcerer, it was super apparent. I was like, oh man, this is wicked easy. Now I totally can see this. Yeah. Um, Yellow, blue is like, you know. Yeah. Other ends of the... So, right. Great. So um, we, we got our Fist of Tava trifecta um, and we did it in 18 minutes and change with one buff. We grabbed the, the shield buff to start, um, and we did it with like, it was a little over 18 minutes. It was almost 19 minutes, um, which the speed run time is 25 minutes. So we had plenty of time to spare, but the thing was, we didn't just walk in and blow the place away. It took us a while to get the timing of everything down, uh, not have any whoopses, but like juggling the juggle, juggling the little like bubbles that come down and stuff like that, mm -hmm. we still needed to learn how to do the trifecta. It wasn't just like here is your trifecta gift because you guys are using Oakensork DPSs. Like people are kind of over <laughs> simplifying trifecta is just like well you're using this build clearly you're going to get a trifecta. It's like that is not how this works still. <laughs> Were you were you still heavy attacking to 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 bounce the orbs up and down? No, we we light attack we light attacked them up. Actually, there was one where we were seeing if you could make it go up faster <laughs> by heavy attacking it. Spoiler: It does not work like that. No, we 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 booped them up with light attacks, but like okay, uh, <laughs> how 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 deep are you taking this? Like, yeah, it's just, we refused to ever have light attack. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like, and I've got there. Are, three dungeons the three other newest dungeons are the only ones because i had dropped progging at that point but i have all the other trifectas from from the game it didn't feel any easier or harder than doing it the other way from the mechanics standpoint i just found playing like that was more enjoyable for me personally because i like that style but the the act of doing a trifecta felt like it took just the same amount of effort yes you've got to learn the fights you got to learn what you can and can't skip and like you just do it until you get that perfect run like it was the exact same method as every other one except we were doing it with using heavy attacks like i i don't know it 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 seems weird that people seem to think that because you use these build or builds it's just like okay well yeah now everything's a breeze it's like i mean it's takes the same amount of practice it's just you can honestly spend if you're new i guess which i would like to say you know new to the content or less experience to it it's a lot easier to learn i guess maybe so because you you don't have to pay as much attention to your rotation but that kind of becomes second nature too the more you practice but it's just like i don't know you can look around damage seemed consist like pretty easy to keep consistent even if it's less bursty but it just, mm -hmm. it felt like a different way of doing something, not a better or worse way of doing something to me. Yeah, precisely. And I think, uh, you know, people that have played the game a lot and have had a lot of experience, they're not really thinking about what buttons they're pressing when they're doing their, right. their, their two-bar build. Um, so if you can give that experience to someone without all the, you know, years, months of practice, that's that's got to be a good thing, surely. Like... If they can, if they can focus on the mechanics and not have to think about, 
oh my god which button am i pressing now god i need to bar swap and right. refresh these eight dots or whatever mm-hmm. um that, that opens up so much more for a larger proportion of the community and yeah i mean as long as it doesn't become um you know the the, the highest performing damage <clears throat> it's, it's it's only positive to yeah to more as, as somebody who's really liking it that is something that i very much would not be a fan of like if it outperformed two bar it's like okay well that doesn't make any sense because mm-hmm. then that is objectively being like well there's no point in practicing this more complicated thing because it's not even as good as the less complicated thing so that i don't yeah. think like that 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 would be a balance that i would be like that's a weird flex unless you're literally just trying to delete the idea of light attack weaving <laughs> and two bars like um yeah, so I, I definitely agree with you on that. Oh, that's a, <clears throat> that's the biggest thing. I don't understand why people are so upset with, <laughs> right. with it. Mathematically, it is impossible for a one-bar build to outparse a two-bar build. Right. Um, maybe in some cases, AOE for sure, you will outparse somebody with single target-wise. Uh, <laughs> probably not. Yeah. Um, even AOE-wise, I mean, you probably won't outparse someone with Azure Blade on triplets with a one bar heavy attack build. Sure. And they have two bars. There's no there's no absolute way. Yeah, the math says that <laughs> doesn't work. <laughs> it's a, it, it, yeah. Um, so I don't know. It, it, it's really weird. And we brought up so many things that we can talk about as well. Oh my god. It's such a huge long train of thought actually we have to like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're talking about god what we're talking about Oh, right. Um, yeah, the, the potential possibility of one-bar builds getting nerfed, right? Yes. And, and and that being a valid concern, well, you know, if players invest too much into that and then it gets nerfed, what do they do? How do they learn the game then? And I thought about this a lot because to me that, yeah, okay, I can see that because I think one-bar builds are technically at more risk of getting nerfed or being changed. Um, with each patch, each subsequent patch compared to two bar builds, because two bar builds will always kind of be there. Sure. One bar builds, maybe not in terms of effectiveness, viability. Sure, anything's viable, but is it effective? Right. Probably not. Yeah. Um, and I thought about it. I'm just like, well, okay. There's three layers to it. The first layer is when you pick up a build in ESO as a newer player or whatever. Um, and if you, you can think about this yourself from your own experience. Who do you go to, or what website do you go to? Right? Do you go to Outcast? Do you go to Hacktech Minotaur? Do you go to Deltia, Cipher PK, whatever? Right? Mm-hmm. How long do you stick with that build? Right? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't just stick with one build forever. I, I have found after talking to a lot of people, their um, their the communities they have with the guilds or raid teams or whatever, um, tend to be more profoundly impactful on their experiences as a player both in terms of gameplay and in terms of builds then content creators you'll see you see this actually manifest in a lot of public discussions on either you know in in this in esu discord or subreddit discord <clears throat> where people are talking what's the best build and people will be like uh i mean you can, you can check out outcast but it's basic enough but you know you probably want to do some other thing in the future right mm-hmm. i don't know and people will just drop the builds anyway once they learn more about the game. Yep. And the second layer is 
the amount of investment you need to put into one bar build is not comparable to the amount of investment you need to put into a two bar build. Hundred percent. It's just <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah. There's maybe one, two, three, three. Um, wait, sorry, four armor sets at most. Maybe yep. one of them is craftable. Uh, the the other three are very easily farmable in the base game dungeons. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a mythic, cool. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Um, you don't need multiple setups. Like you don't need a trash setup and, you know, different boss setups. You just right. need different skill bars. Yep. That's yeah, it. That's actually my class thing. It's the same yeah. thing with different skill ones. And I have one where it's just like I use Noble Duelist for Black Rose Prison instead because you're always basically a melee range because you're just humping the enemies all the time in there. Compared to like when I'm doing other stuff, it's like I like Stormmaster, but it's like, okay, that's the extent of my builds in like the armory. <laughs> like it's just like, oh, which yeah. skills do I want? Or if you're single target only, it's like, okay, I don't want Trifocus because I don't want to blow everything up. I need to just blow up one thing. Yeah. Um, and, and, and when you look at the amount of investment, I mean, chromium platings, for example, it's approaching 550,000 gold oh my God, per PC. plating on PCNA. PC, PC hurts me. PCNA. <laughs> All right. Think about that. That's what, what if it gets you know, 500k per plating? That's what 500 times 500k times uh, 12? Yeah, you need 12 to have a full set of gold gear or gold jewelry. Or, sorry. Yeah. Right, yeah, but yeah. I mean, if you've got Oaken Soul, though, if you got Oaken Soul, that's right. four less. Right, that's Please. that's a huge cutback. <laughs> <laughs> and you just need one set of jewelry. Yep, I don't know that that accessibility barrier. I feel yeah, like it's great. It, it's 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 so much because a lot a lot of people that like I know that aren't super into like DP. I'm like, hey, yeah, try this. Like, actually, you've probably seen me tagging random people when you tweet out like your build thing i'm usually tagging a person that plays that class and i'm like yeah try this you might like this because <laughs> normally it's like oh yeah i can do like 35k it's like yeah, try this see if you like this better it might be more fun and then you won't get frustrated when we're like doing not trifecta stuff but even hard mode stuff it's like this is this will boost you up where it's like you can tag along you didn't need to run the dungeon 150 times like i did you could have run right. it like three times it's like okay i've got a ballpark idea it's like that's fine like yeah now we can get in and like mess around with beating the hard mode or whatever right and, and yeah that's the second layer so the amount of investment versus uh the amount of investment you need to put into the regular um met, you know basic meta stuff is incomparable almost um and if they do nerf it it's like well what's what were your losses? You know what I mean? Like, right. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and the third layer to this point is, um, uh, I'm about to lose this train of thought. Um, God. You're so close. <laughs> you can do it. So what were, what, were, what, were, what were the two points? All right. So the first one was uh, the, 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 the level of investment to start. The Sorry. uh the amount of drop off if it gets nerfed. Oh, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay, so the third layer to this is like the overall point. Um, is it really the build itself, or is it really the combat system? Because you actually brought up a great point earlier when you were comparing your experiences on trying to improve to that ninety k plus mm-hmm. DPS range with two bars, and then getting the eighty four k with a one bar without yep. much effort. Yeah. Yeah, it took four I, parses I, and I matched what I right. did. It was like, okay, cool. I'm yeah. at the 90s again, I guess. Yeah. This is great and all, but I think this exposes uh, a game flaw rather than... Um, I, I think it's a sh- 
people are calling this like as a transitional bridge. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very shaky bridge if it's a transitional bridge between two different levels of gameplay or combat play. Yeah. Because it, the one bar stuff is so restrictive at the same time. Oh, yeah. And it, it also kind of demonstrates a flaw with the game philosophy or combat philosophy where, okay, so you can get more of a damage ceiling with two bars compared to one bar. But why would anyone want to want to, like have an incentive to practice two bars in my attack weaving if they can just get almost uh, what they want with a one bar build? Sure. Do you see what I'm saying? Yep. Here? No, like, I, is, I follow is, what you're is, saying. Where it's just yeah, like, it's like <laughs> what? Where's that extra nudge to get you out of a one bar build into a two bar build at that point? Like exactly. You you kind of. As long as you can set up a comfortable shop with your one bar build and get done what you're looking to do, it's going to be still a very, like, there will be more end game content for those people to do. So there'll be a lot more crossover. But what is that little nudge to get people, okay, well, now you've kind of reached a new area where you can, like, what, what do you do to bump that person out of a one bar into a two bar to maybe, like, have an, a super optimized group going for planesbreaker or uh with uh swashbuckler supreme so- something like super super complicated that mm-hmm. you know essentially would require that type of optimization for damage and yeah that's kind of not there that like right now there's nothing in game in- encouraging you to do that i don't right. think yeah. exactly mm-hmm. so it's very it's, i think it's a very complex issue that ties in with other problems like player retention rate uh the whole outcry for the combat tutorial especially <laughs> yeah. in the wake of update 35's explanation like their attempt to explain why they did update 35 yeah. um yeah and it also has to do with what you raised earlier about uh, potentially like noticing more during a fight because you're not paying as much attention to your you know timers yeah. right yeah, and yeah. that's exactly one of the biggest points that they brought up with update 35 that from the dev side. Oh, you know, we're making these outrageously long timers because people are looking at their bars too much. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's all tied together. It, no, it is. It honestly, but, it, it seems like, which is funny because I, I definitely had mentioned a few times where it's like, I want to know where they're going with all of these combat overhauls last year. And it was burning people out left and right. And it's like, I, I was super annoyed that, like, I liked Oakensole, and then they messed with it. And then, wait, no, I, I like it again. Oh, wait, no, no, it's, it's okay, no, now it's this. And it's like, it seems like whatever they were aiming for, they seem like they actually are getting there eventually, but I still don't know if that's necessarily where we should be or not yet. <laughs> um, but we're definitely yeah. at least going in a direction that I can sort of start to understand like, okay, you did this for this. And it's like, okay, things are starting to like sink a little bit more to, okay, this was done for this reason because we discovered this now type of deal. I just don't know if that's going to be enough when they're done. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I don't know where they're going with this. Yeah. Personally, I think, I think with the whole, this whole one bar thing, I think it's the players that are driving it, not necessarily the dev intentions. The, the, the dev intentions at all. No, yeah. I, I mean this, these are just players that are experimenting and stuff like that. Which I don't know if the devs really were like, "Hey, well, what if you know people could do one bar?" Yeah, well, I, you know, the, don't know about that one. The other thing, which is why I, I, I mean, it's why I was very critical on them constantly changing the Oaken Soul, 
build because originally it was like oh yeah we want to make it so that like you've got the accessibility of this and we would you know i've talked to you at length about the whole maybe accessibility was not the greatest word for them to use originally because it turned oh, out everybody had a hugely different opinion on what that word meant in terms of gameplay but um in in terms of the idea of accessibility it's like well yes we want more people to be able to you know kind of like have have their step in and there were some versions of it that i thought were like very on and then some that i was like well, what are we doing um and and it's kind of funny because like right now just looking at the oaken soul ring in the idea of this heavy attack style of gameplay it seems like the oaken soul ring is where they said they wanted to go with it when it started. It's like, oh yeah, here's here's a way to get you into content. It 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 makes you relevant, but it it makes it easier to do or whatever. I feel like if they then nerf the thing that they landed on, <laughs> it's like okay, like so you you keep getting to what you say you wanted to do, and then you change it. Like, and that's why I was so like kind of stupidly happy when. <laughs> I read the patch notes and they weren't doing anything with this. And I was like, okay guys, we can just mess with this then. Like we've got, we've got at least until the chapter before they could maybe screw this up. So like, let's just have fun with this because we just had been enjoying doing it. Um, but it's like, I don't know that, that lingering thing in the back oh. of my mind, they've been a little, like the last couple of patches have been for lack of a better word, relaxed. Like, it's not a giant overhaul to everything each time. Like, there's some tank changes that I think are great coming great. up. Yeah. Like, love that. But these are like, okay, these feel more like fine-tuning than, hey, let's gut the system. Okay, let's gut the system again. Okay, so those last two didn't work. Here's a third gutting of the system. Now it's like, okay, each patch has felt a little more like fine-tuning, which I'm totally fine with. That That makes sense in a game like this, like a live service type of thing. But, you know, there's still just because that happened for so many patches for so long, it's still in the back of my mind. It's like, oh, man, is is Shadow Over Morrowind going to drop? And they're like, ha we blew up the combat system again. Like, that's I'm still sort of nervous that that could happen again. Well, I think something that, that should give people hope is when they've nerfed things in the past things like threatening stranglers yep pale order um they've nerfed it because it's been outperforming people have been able to do content easier than um they anticipated at like the top level yeah um and they want to they want to reduce the the higher ceiling right down a bit but since the, the the highest ceiling for Oaken Soul is lower than the like potential ceiling with a two bar build, mm -hmm. I don't think they are going to bother nerfing it because it doesn't affect the content, it doesn't break the content, yep. it doesn't make the content too easy. Um, yeah, because it's not because it's not the better. They like they they want to make the game balanced, and I don't think Oaken Soul necessarily breaks that balance. I totally agree with you. That's kind of what I'm hoping they see as well, because then it's like, that's mm. fine, because then it, it kind of allows this just gradual, okay, fine-tuning of stuff without just, like, gutting everything. And it's like, I feel like that would not be in the best interest of 
players starting to get into this stuff. Like even if they're just content with never doing anything super aggressive, they just like the fact that now they can do hard modes. Like they, I couldn't do hard modes before. Yeah. I can now do hard modes because of this. To then have that taken away, I feel like that would really be missing the mark on what they say they're going for. So yeah, I, I kind of hope that that's what they're seeing as well. Yeah. I mean, this, this whole thing is very complex. And the best thing ESO players can do is fucking... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> just, I don't know. They're just, uh, there's so much hyperfixation, and it's going on in my Twitch chat right now. It's, it's just actually... <laughs> no, it's stupid. It's, I'm going to tell these people too, right now on live stream, you're being stupid. <laughs> I saw, no, I'm being serious. I, I saw some comments earlier. Oh, the... The sweaty elite should leave the heavy attack people alone, or oh, heavy attackers are just lazy people. You you both you both suck. <laughs> yeah, don't don't. Yeah, yeah the ex- sides are so shit. I, I was gonna say extremes so on these sides annoying. are not helpful. Like the mm-hmm. again, the thing that we've wanted is this balance in the middle, and that seems to be kind of what this is. I agree with you that I would like to have it then be a little more of a nudge to like, okay, you've gotten this one bar thing down and you really you you want to make the jump to the next one and now here's this little extra push to go okay well now you're into two bars like use this as as is and it's like that's the thing you have the power to do a lot of content with this like you know even if it's challenge stuff as opposed to just hard modes like you you can keep your time down enough with practice and you're able to get trifectas that's that's fine but it's like it theoretically if you're experienced would still be better with an optimized group as opposed to this so yeah, yeah. I, I i just think if your mentality is attacking people and because and one of the big one of the reasons why i was starting to make that video right um is because mm. someone got doxed over i sizing, yeah on, uh, yeah, yeah that's like, ridiculous <laughs> like like come on get like, your life right like, at that like, point <laughs> like we could Yes, yeah, so, so many issues that we can talk about. We, we can talk about the lack of rewards. We can talk about so many things. Right. And people are hyperfixating on Oakensole or the elitists or whatever. I'm just like, what is going on with you? Like, you guys are like <laughs> absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, that's a that's a I mean, weird flex. someone because you don't want Oakensole to get criticized. Which is equal. Like this Really is, cool. Uh, yeah, this is the problem. Uh, there is extremism. Yeah, Attacking a content creator like Skinny Cheeks because you, he suggested maybe, you know, adjusting the Empower balance. Yeah, how much should Empower do? And it's like, I think both stars are really, really, like, bad. I yeah, no, extremism is a huge problem. Like, it, it is literally oh, yeah, an yeah. issue. Like, being that extreme about stuff is is concerning, where it's just like, if if... It sort of needs to kind of be like, I wish more people would just be like, look, this isn't necessarily affecting you, so you don't need to try to prevent somebody else from having it, which I guess is a mm-hmm. thing that people need to kind of sort of do all throughout life, because people are very concerned about what everybody else is doing when it's like, well, okay, yeah, but that's fine. If it's not, like, affecting you specifically, well, what the hell does it matter how I, like, how I got my trifecta compared to how you got your trifecta? You both did it. Now, if you're like, oh, I got my world first and like you beat me with this. okay, well, then are you able to take it back because you can do better than them? Or is it like, oh, no, there's like this damage threshold that I just can't compete against a one bar build. Well, 
currently that's not the case so like that to me stays fine but it's just like another way for people to beat challenge stuff is just another option which i'm i like people having more options it's supposed to be like the thing to this game is you're supposed to have shitloads of options well with the hybridization a lot of the differentiation between stuff kind of disappeared so i guess this is a little bit of it in a weird like attack style way as opposed to like a class identity way but i i don't i don't know i i i really struggle to be worried about how other people are playing unless it's just like you refuse to change what you're doing in my group for optimization reasons but then i'm gonna kick you because you're not being a good teammate like it's not your build yeah. that's my problem it's the <laughs> fact that you don't want to help the rest of the team that would be my problem in that situation mm. yeah I, I, again, I think people are also focusing on the wrong thing we're talking a lot about open soul right now yeah i don't think it's really open soul. no i think that open soul like, just kind of brought it to the forefront as opposed to uh, it being open soul that's the thing <laughs> I, I would say if i were if i were a combat though and i'm looking at this as an issue or not even an issue maybe just purely in terms of numbers adjustment i wouldn't be looking at open so i'd probably be looking at probably empower and also try focus yeah potentially um try focus is pretty wild if you look at it especially combined with like yeah. <laughs> like that is wild the amount of cleave it is is kind of bonkers with that <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a hard one too because it's like, okay, well, if they're just heavy attacking, right? It's kind of like, <laughs> right? Uh, you, you know what I mean? It, I, it's no, just very complex. Yeah. yeah, that that one is. I mean, obviously, I enjoy it, but I'm just like the trifocus thing. I'm just like, ooh, okay, that's that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of AOE damage. Like, we we were wailing on the poor tank when we were goofing around with uh, a corollary run because like we were messing with the Oaken Soul like heavy attack thing and, and we deleted the birds so fast or or we were hitting the boss and like all three birds dropped on him at the same time. He's like, dude, I've never done this hard mode. What are you doing to me? And we're like, whoops, sorry. <laughs> it's just like, and the birds were cleaving down a little bit, but it was just like, he just got ripped apart by all of the stuff triggering so quick. And it was like, yeah, we should really focus on the birds and just let the damage from Trifocus push the boss to the next bird and that actually was the way we did it instead because it was just the amount of splash damage was like oh yeah we're pushing phases not even attacking the boss just with trifocus yeah uh mm -hmm. i believe trifocus also has a separate pp issue like, does it yeah you can attack a like i don't know npc and if the npc is like next to players okay they just it would get it's one shot woof okay that's yeah. that's rough yeah especially combined with that occult overload yeah the uh, occult overload as well <laughs> yeah like, the amount of times I've, I've i've bombed people like on a on a flag on a resource mm -hmm. and they just get absolutely melted because you know you you one shot all the guards yeah and then that's you know like it just spreads or something on one guy <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah. yeah but yeah a lot of um i guess we kind of looked at what is it the ego argument and the concern for newer players argument. Uh, I think there's also other arguments that kind of border on, well, like, is this bad for the game? It's like balance. Right. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of people like kind of speculating, hey, is this bad 
for the gameplay balance or whatever. Right. I, or I, it just kind of ties in with, well, should, how easy or how hard should trifectas be? I, I saw this, I right. saw like several comments saying, you shouldn't be able to get, you shouldn't be able to participate in any game content. Well, what is any game content? With right. Heavy attack builds. Uh, you shouldn't yeah. be able to get trifectas with heavy, heavy attack builds or one bar builds. Well, why not? I don't, I don't know. Right. Uh, why not? Who and Who are you to say how much time one person should spend? Well, what if one person was a really good player and there have been a lot of good players over the years that have literally joined teams? Maybe they were like flawless conquerors sure. like, right, way back in the day or um, kind of like hidden gems. Yep. And they got world records. Like, and mm -hmm. after like, I don't know, a few weeks of raiding. So, like, how much time should they spend? Have spent. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I, what's going on well, here? Yeah, and this is something that I feel um, is, is a different problem where people are trying to distill down the concept of doing something to literally just the build, which does not account for the person's skill slash experience, which is, I hate to say it, the biggest factor in all of this. If yeah. you're very, very good at video games in general, or you're a savant at just like, it just clicks for you in Elder Scrolls, you can just, uh, dude, people do VMA naked and stuff like that. It's right. like, okay, so what do you, they did it without gear and no CP. Well, okay, that's, what, what are you going to nerf at that point? Nerf them? <laughs> they have to break their hand before they're allowed to play. Like, what the... Like, that doesn't make any sense. It's just... They're very good. It's... Your builds and your setups help make the situation better for you. And it seems like a lot of the problem comes from where people place what they consider that arbitrary threshold um, as this is the point where I think... It's too much help. And I guess I don't, I don't, I don't know that, that that's really hard to define because nobody's going to universally have the same thresholds for all of this. Like people will view this differently. And a lot of it, it's just like, you need to account for players, be it skill, because I don't consider myself overly skilled. I just tend to do something a lot until it just, I eventually get it. Like I right. guess I, I'd just, say I'm more persistent. Yeah, I'm fine. Like at the game, like you know, I, I consider myself <laughs> I'm, I'm fine because I get through the stuff. But it's like when I post like my POV of a trifecta. Yeah, I didn't show you the forty where we face planted, and exactly. like ten of them were me doing something stupid. Like, whoops, I rolled off a cliff. It's like okay, well, I look like a moron. Like, I, but I eventually get there. So it's like okay, experience can overcome that. Or just being very, very skilled can overcome that. Also, there's the, you can just get lucky sometimes. Like things can just line up for you for a run, and suddenly it worked. Like there's a lot more factors, but they're far too nebulous to be able to pin down. Whereas a set or a, a specific gameplay type, you can point directly at that. And I think that's the problem: is people want that to be the be all end all answer. And it's not. It's just part of the equation. Yeah. I, I think one valid concern about how it affects the game is, you know, will their focus be on on 
you know, adjusting things that only apply to one barbell. Um, you know, I'm yeah. sure there's skills that people would only ever use on their back bar. Um, so liquid lightning or for some, something like that. Like, if it, it turns out that people are like, not using that skill anymore, only people who are using two bars are using it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the balance could be a potential concern where people that are using two bars might feel a little bit neglected um, one way or the other. Wouldn't one bar builds help with that, though? Like, if the devs were, for whatever reason, to decide, let's balance towards one bar builds and then look at what skills they're using. And they, they're Use not using, like, more like, than... What are the most commonly using, like, used? Because you exactly. only have five instead of ten. And they're not using, like, 90% of the skills in the game. They're like, oh, yeah, you know what? Let's buff 90% of the skills. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> sure, but yeah, but then maybe that... Mm. And then maybe that maybe that weakens open soul. Maybe that could be, like, the, the ninja nerf. Right. That'd be funny. Yeah, that 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 actually is kind of an interesting uh, theory on that. But like, I guess to your point there, um, and, and we want to talk about like feeling neglected. Um, this is this is the problem where since PVE and PvP are not really balanced individually. Yeah. <laughs> it that's already like a huge thing with the game where it's like a lot of times you'll get like a weird PVE nerf and you're like what the hell? Like, this was totally fine. Like, why did you destroy this? This was totally functional. And it's because there was a super huge abuse of power of it in PvP. I mean, it happened with Oakensoul. They had to change Oakensoul because of that originally, because everybody in PvP was just like, I'm going to use Oakensoul because I'm unstoppable. Like, um, so that's already sort of a a thing in a different way Mm -hmm. in the game. But then, you know, we kind of know that games don't balance those separately because it's apparently incredibly expensive and complicated to do that, which I guess I get, but, um, it, it, yeah, I, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if that exposes weaknesses with like, like you said, like, Oh, if 90% of these aren't getting used, like, is it a problem with the 10% that are, or is it a problem with the 90% of them that aren't are not good enough? Like, I, I feel like it's more, hey, maybe we should work on these rather than smash these 10% people are using. Right. And yeah. it kind of goes back to like uh, potential game flaws being exposed right. by the usage of these builds. Like, yep. are, why are you using heavy attack builds? And, you know, some people do have like legitimate, um, you know, health issues or oh, yeah. things like that. Oh, that, yeah. That's right? right. But why? Like in terms of gameplay incentive. So that, that, and then you bring up this game flaw as well, potentially. And it's like, oh, well, maybe we should look at fixing these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And and it's funny because I'm going to like, I'll, just because I know him in real life. So I'm going to call him out straight up uh, being that he is in chat and made a joke about it already. So my buddy Rick actually uh, just jumped in and was just like, you know, one bar mm-hmm. builds for life. Um, and he's like, actually, I should finish that one bar build for life because I'm lazy. And like, it's funny. Rick is like, a good gamer, but he he jumps in and out of Elder Scrolls Online. He it, like he'll join us during expansions and stuff like that. But he didn't give a crap about doing dungeons on hard modes or any of that stuff. He likes to run through the story. He loves to goof around with us in Overworld, especially on launch day and stuff like that. And to an extent, he was just like, "Yeah, if I don't have to use two bars, I, I okay, fine. I don't now." Mm-hmm. But to the point of like one of the things we're talking about, that's fine. He he would be a casual ESO player. However, 
I'm not going to bring Rick into my trifecta team when I need a sub, like right. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. the experience isn't there. And it's like, just because he's using this doesn't mean he gets a free pass. You still need to practice, but it's different. Like, it's just not as strenuous. The The investment, like you said, isn't there. Um, so, like, that's, that's just it. This isn't a Band-Aid to just, like, yep, you set this bar up and boom, you pick what you want. You want your God Slayer? Boom, just put this on. You're done. You're, you got your God Slayer. You want that shiny new mount? Yeah, you just get a team of 12 people and they all put on this and you immediately get it. it it doesn't work like that. Um, no, and no. I feel like it's kind of oversimplified in a lot of chats too. That's what people are referring to it as. It's like, yeah, not even close. Yeah. What, well, what's frustrating about this whole nonsensical debate, if that's even a debate, um, <laughs> is that it's being held between uh, like different segments of like the mid-tier yes. demographic, more <laughs> sure. so than it is between end game players and the casuals. Uh, no, yeah. It's like, it's yeah. completely... Not the case where for some reason end game players care or casuals care about what end game players think um and it's interesting because when we when we start realizing this there's a fear i think among some mid-tier players about one bar builds too like irrational fears and there was this one comment i saw that kind of reminded me of account one achievements when people were in the uproar about mm. that. I don't yep. know if you remember. The oh, I sure yeah. do because I, I after that reveal, uh, was like, oh my god, this is awesome. Maybe I'll actually try another type of class. And yeah. then I saw the blowback, assuming that that my opinion was the common one. I was like, wait a minute, people don't like this. <laughs> it's no, like no, what? Dude. There were there were there were some weird mid tier raiders saying, oh. You know, what if people try to sneak into the raid team saying that they got yeah. Planesbreaker on their healer, but they got it on DPS instead? <laughs> like, yeah. what if I see a level four player on the Godslayer mount? I'm like, what? Yeah. Or Godslayer title. I'm sorry, not the mount. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's so stupid. So just on that real quick, because I, I do remember that. And one of the things that I thought I was like, bruh, if you got Planesbreaker on your healer and you want to join my group as a as a class you've never played before... I don't give a shit. You'll learn quick enough. You already have Planesbreaker. You know how this right. place works. You can mm. clearly figure it out. Like, this is still not a negative. Like, yeah, it might not be the role you did, but you're not sneaking into shit. Like, clearly you know what you're doing. You already earned it. Like, yeah, I, yeah. it's well, actually uh, the yeah. exact same irrational fear I'm seeing right now with, oh, what if this person gets, uh, I don't know, TTT on their heavy attack build? You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's it's like, okay, cool. But to they got TTT then. Well, you got with heavy attack bill, so you don't, you shouldn't join the team. Yes. Right. Or, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's exactly the same as account achievements. Yep. Um, because it doesn't matter ultimately, at least in endgame. For example, the carry service that uh, I play host to, mm -hmm. we, we put out a statement. Um, and the statement, let me just read it out loud real quick. Can I actually bump? No heavy attack builds. No, no. <laughs> Immediate no. ejection <laughs> from Gil. <laughs> Here's the exact statement by end game players for applying to do carries, right? While Oakensole is a great accessibility tool for the player base, we will not accept pure Oakensole logs due to various aspects of the content performance we demand and would like to see from our carry raiders. So the endgame players are saying, yeah, okay, this is cool. I mean, you yep. know, if you're enjoying the content, if you're getting into content for the first time and you're interested in raiding more, that's really cool. Yep. 
But for what we're trying to do specifically in this context, we we will not accept your logs. And I think that's fair. I do too, because you are, boundaries. you are absolutely going for efficiency at that point. Like that is the point of carries. Like I've been part of carry mm-hmm. runs, like uh, uh, all sorts of stuff. And it's like, the point is you get through this as fast as possible so that you get paid. Like that that's right. the point of a carry run. It's not to be a prog. It's not supposed to be like some weird... Oh, well, you know, let's try this build. for It's like, no, the person wants their skin or their mount or their title or whatever it is they want. It, it's, it's irrelevant. So the goal is like, okay, let's get this done as quick as possible. And the, cur- like, the objective fastest way to do that with a, people, with a group of people who have this type of experience is not going to be oak and soul heavy type builds. Like, that's just... That's not the way to do it, like, when that's your goal. So, like, it makes total sense that that's not the, the play. Right, but the, mm-hmm. the biggest point with that is also we're, we're drawing boundaries. Right. Without without shitting on each other. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, civil <laughs> discussion we'll is very helpful. Because <laughs> I saw so many, I see so many comments on YouTube as well, like, oh, you know, this you're, you're misleading players with these build videos, or, oh, you're going to make people want to just raid with one bars um posting these trifecta runs with one bar builds and i'm just like well if you don't want to raid with people who are just doing one bar builds just don't raid with them i don't understand right if you don't want to it's the same thing if you don't want to raid with people who want to get sweaty just don't raid with them Mm -hmm. it's like that's like number one step of forming your raid roster everyone needs to be on the same page and if different people are are not on the same page in the raid group you're not going to succeed no matter what right i don't care how good you are you just sound succeed. So, I don't know. I think it's all, it's just a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm prone to agreeing because again, it's mm-hmm. just like you know, if, if that's that's another huge thing, which I guess is sort of like a, a another turn to this conversation, is a lot of it also is your group dynamics. <laughs> like like this is this is just it. It's like you should be able to figure out what your group wants to do and you do that. So if somebody's insisting on no, no, no Oak and soul builds, whatever. And that just happens to be all you want to play, regardless of if you can play other stuff or not. If that's all you want to play, that's probably not going to be a group. That's a good fit for you just because mm-hmm. you clearly don't match with what your objectives are. Which is fine, but you don't need to then force your way into that group to make it change for you and vice versa. Like, not everybody, you can be civil to other people and not need to want to run with them. I like, you know what I mean? Like, when I set up groups to do stuff, I kind of like, want everybody in there to match one what i'm going for and two if there's two really clashing personalities i'm probably not going to look for an excuse to get them both on the same run because you're asking for it to get weird right exactly (laughs) so like it's why unfortunately a lot of times it takes me forever to get things started because i like kind of i would rather handpick but it's like if if we're doing something more casual that doesn't require tons of optimization or tons of practice even um 
then whatever. I just leave it open. Whoever can join can join, and if you don't care, you can leave. But it's like if this is something we need to practice for a while and and get in sync with each other, it's like, well, yeah, I'd kind of rather everybody get along. That's like a, a big feature that I feel like oftentimes isn't referenced an awful lot. It's like a team dynamic can matter a, a ton. And when you're adults about it, you usually know enough to step down when something's like, oh, yeah, no, this isn't what I'm looking for. So, yeah, I'm good with this or whatever. Or you have a discussion to find a middle ground that everybody's happy with or something as opposed to, you know, screaming it get effed because you don't play the game like I do or want to or whatever. Yeah, yeah pretty much. And I mean, that's the ultimate irony here is that the, the people complaining about the uh, the Oaken Soul builds being too overpowered. Um they're kind of like those mid-tier raiders that are now not going to be able to get into other mid-tier groups because <laughs> no one likes them because they're complaining about <laughs> Oakensoft. no one and... likes them. <laughs> and all the, all the mid-tiers are using Oakensoft because it's a useful tool. Right. Um, all right. Let's do a, you know what, we'll do a quick break just for our little ad break, and then we'll come back real quick and discuss any other little points we might have before uh calling it an episode so i'll just uh before we do our ad break uh we actually have uh our arc relayed to me the uh patreon we have one new patreon this week to the unofficial Older scrolls patreon list uh which you know you can always check out just look up patreon.com slash uesp if you want to contribute to the show um and that is Grayson. So thank you so much for subbing to the Patreon. And um, we don't have any specific worded reviews. However, a bunch more people have been kind enough to take the moment out of their day to give us a five-star review on um, Spotify and Apple. So I have just seen those just because I was browsing through. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for taking the time to do that. Uh, it might seem like a little thing, but just the fact that you, you know, bother enough to click that for us it it does not go unnoticed so thank you very much for that and uh we'll be back in one minute hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline All right, so we are back, and I'm going to kind of jump into what, uh, well, I guess for the Tales part and any other discussion we want to jump off, um, what, uh, you know, I'm going to start with you, Nephis, just because I've been enjoying watching some of this stuff, but I would normally say, what have you been up to in-game recently, but I was really interested in hearing, like, you've mentioned um, messing a lot with this one-bar stuff, and besides the Immortal Redeemers that you got, which was the... Uh, Vet Asylum Sanctorum uh, hard modes. Uh, you recently got a TikTok Tormentor uh, with your group. How, how did that come about? Like, why'd you pick that trial next uh, in the grand scheme of things? Like, what what was the inspiration for that one? I kind of want to hear about this. So it's Defy's infamous Oakenshide group. I joined. <laughs> okay. And we got IR a few, 
what was it two or three times i got like three polymorphs out of those i saw the polymorphs i'm like good <laughs> god you're like yeah. printing money over there yeah people got pissed off at me <laughs> <laughs> and um we just uh we decided like hey let's try v-off because we won this like, triplets burn with heavy attacking and school okay rings. yeah oh. and we were like on the first night in there we're just like okay Let's uh, start resetting the last hour because we only rate two hours. Gotcha. Right, and this roster is experienced. Like they're they're in game readers, so it's not like we picked up some randos from you know zone chat. Right. Again, <laughs> you guys are experienced. Well, guys and girls are experienced as a team. It's not like you just grabbed eleven oh. people and are like, cool. We've never met each other. Oh, look, we got a TTT in less than twenty minutes. It's like... <laughs> well, it's not even that's a team. We just. I don't know. I wouldn't call myself skilled, to be honest with you. Um, I think it's just like you said, persistent. I'm mm -hmm. persistent enough yeah. to be consistent. Sure. sure. <laughs> but, but the other, but the other people, they're 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 skilled, right? They're in game raiders, um, and it's not like we raid together at all. Yep. It's just one time a week so far, two hours to two, two sure. hours for raid, and uh, that just kind of speaks to the difference in skill level. I don't think it's like a difference between build. I think it's a difference in like a gap in knowledge yes. rather than a gap in skill. Yep. That makes sense. But yeah, um, we went to Pihoff and on the first night we were let's reset in the last hour. And then one of us, I think, crashed. Like their power went out. Okay. And we just like, you know, let's just eleven man and and then we got TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And then, yeah, that, that's basically it. Yeah. That's great. Do now, okay. So here's my my next question on that. Uh, do you are you guys trying anything else with this? Like, are you jumping from raid to raid to see which ones it work works with? I know you've done Immortal Redeemer. I know you were messing with Cloud Rest, weren't you? For like, uh, yeah. a little bit, I, and now obviously that one was a bug. Okay, that, that was, was that was a mixed bag of both end game raiders and people who never cleared it sure people who never got driven heart so and that went horribly <laughs> I, well that one yeah that I, it went horribly yeah. in terms of like the progression like the first hour and a half of it was like we couldn't clear yeah um but th there's like several factors as to what we can clear people just weren't paying attention yeah tunnel vision um yeah, mechanic heavy Oh yeah, that place is that place is not. Oh yeah, Oaken Soul is not going to save you, right? Yes, um, <laughs> from mechanics or not from not being. I, I, okay, some of the experienced people also weren't paying attention. I got so mad, because, <laughs> bro. You've done this like ten billion times. What are you doing, right? And I don't know. Uh, but the first hour and a half was terrible, which goes to show just because you put a one bar build doesn't mean you're gonna yeah. suddenly get everything I, right. I feel like that's that should really just be the name of this episode just because you have a one bar build <laughs> dot 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 <laughs> like, yeah um and then uh the, the other factor was we were doing like a burn strat that mm -hmm. most groups don't do we were doing a one portal which we you only send one team down yep and uh -huh. we do a gallonway skip that which is means yeah don't kill gallonway yeah that's a that's a hard press <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. you have to you have to have the one DPS and the one tank kitem and the tank that was kiting him never kited him before. Okay. So that run on YouTube was one of two clears um in the last thirty minutes of the raid, which was a thirty two out of thirty six vitality. Okay. So Griffin Art's mm -hmm. possible and I think we're gonna go for that after Yep. Uh, we're gonna go for that actually uh, next week. And after Griffin Art, I believe it's going to be 
Dawnbringer. Ooh. Um, yeah. And then Godslayer. So there's an EU group that already did Godslayer with that, one more build. That was what I heard, which yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie, that that did make my heart very happy. Um, <laughs> oh, <why>? Because <laughs> I don't have Godslayer, and I'm like, dude, I want to do something dumb like that because I like this. It. I was like, yeah. dude, maybe I... Because we had just started to set up... Um, again, scheduling is a nightmare world, but we've mm. got ourselves a uh, group where much like you we're actually only running once a week which is not yeah. ideal like most progs are at least in my experience it's like okay well you generally want like two sessions a week if you can do more fine especially for something you're really trying to go for quickly so you you want those extra reps and not have downtime in between as much but like once a week it's like oh that's kind of with a lot of time in between runs uh, right. to kind of refresh before you get back into it. Um, and then obviously if you need a sub or anything like that, it, it's not ideal either. But we just got together for a um, group that's going to do TikTok Tormentor. Most of them are like leaps and bounds beyond TikTok Tormentor. Like a couple people, this will hopefully be their first trifecta when we do it. But um, there are a couple people in there. It's like, oh yeah, I have like... Godslayer and Dawnbringer and Immortal Redeemer and Griffinheart and Unchained and all this stuff, but nobody does TikTok Tormentor, so I just don't have that one. So a couple of people are like, hey, can I join? Just because that's literally the only trifecta outside like the two newest ones that I don't have. Um, so like, again, I, I took the time to handpick everybody that I think work together. We have a fun time. We've only run like two or three times or whatever, and it's been a fun run. But again, it it's hard with like the very limited time, but like. You know, hear, hearing the God Slayer thing is technically possible, and I just have found the one bar build to be a lot of fun. I was like, "Oh shit, I want to like do that because <laughs> that's I I keep saying that's the only title left in the game that I actually care about. I kind of hope there's like a sweet Hermes Mora title from the new trial, but like oh, cool. outside that, like I have every other title that I want. It's mainly I just do stuff to get the achievement points." for them not the actual titles or the skins or any of that stuff that i don't have um and god slayer is really my remaining one so it's like oh man if that's possible i really really want to do that especially if it's a dps style because i i was on a a team that was like starting to work before the team like had to disband or whatever um what with the, what with the summer changes last year it kind of like caused us to reset one too many times because we had to like readjust our dynamic and i was tanking i was main tanking it and I was like, this is not fun. I don't enjoy this. <laughs> I was just like, sitting, yeah, I don't know. I just, I did not have fun with it, especially, I don't know. I got very salty with myself if I ever would roll <laughs> under the red dragon and like the game would lag at all. And then I'd rubber band back out front. So I'm like pulling the things to the wrong area. I was like, dude, what the, what is this? And then I have to like roll back under the dragon. I got really just like over it very quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Gotzler was done. Was yeah, done. so the, so the fact that that's possible, it, it I don't know, that, that just makes me very pleased. I kind of just yeah. need to find 11 people who have like-minded uh, <laughs> things on the PlayStation NA server. Uh, hit me up if you do. No. Because <laughs> um, that, that sounds fun. I think every trifecta is possible except Swashbuckler Supreme. And PB is like 
a really unknown. I, I was going to say, that seems like that uh, would be a hard... Bug. Again, I don't have either of those. It's just that time seems like possible. it'd be... Yeah, that time seems like it would be... I'm doubtful. Close. I'm like, okay, you know, uh, maybe we can try it. But yeah. Like, I don't, I'm like thinking about a lot of the things. I don't know. It's Maybe it's possible. It's, yeah. It, it's really yeah. like the time, I feel like, comes down to it with a lot yeah. of these things when, when you get to some of them. Because like... Originally, Godslayer was the first one where it's like time was like a big factor. Oh yeah, oh. and 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 it's like Planes Breaker. It's like okay, that's you got to have that burn to push past that. And actually, since now we've got our little like dungeon team together, we've been looking at like again we did Fist of Tava and we had like okay we could have taken a quick nap and still like hit time. Uh -huh. <laughs> but the only one that I was looking at that I don't <laughs> don't have, I was looking at Corollary and I was like. Man, I think we're going to not do any buffs because this just seems like not that that place. I mean, that place is challenging with the three hard modes for sure, especially like that final execute. If people um, make a mistake, there's really it is brutal yeah. to try to recover during that execute. Like, um, but, but just in general, like there's a lot of very long phases to that place. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what my tip would be? You know, on the second boss where she's like in the room. Yes. And she she jumps across the room and then you can interrupt her. Yes. If you don't interrupt her, you can burn her. A okay, <laughs> good because you're now the second person who has told me to do that. So that makes me yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So then, yeah, I think that's what we're gonna need to do with that because Probably like save a couple of minutes. Yeah. That's that's been a big thing where it's just like, dude, these fights like. She's up in the rafters and like everything's dead so quick and I'm literally just kiting around in a circle. I was like, dude, mm -hmm. you're just wasting my time. Like this is not, this is not me trying to struggle to stay alive. You're killing me that this isn't just happening. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah. What, like, just let me fight her some more. Um, and the same thing, you can't fight the last dude until mm -hmm. the fourth griffin is killed. So it's just like, yep. you either completely skip that and just melt him which i don't know i've i've heard that that's still i mean we ain't doing that with oaken soul to begin with like that's we're not going to have that type of burn but right i i've heard that since some of the damage has been scaled back i don't even know if that's possible anymore i haven't really looked into it if it's like still a thing but it's certainly not something i am going to be capable of doing i would rather just do it with the bird being dead but that on the flip side that makes that fight pretty long. Like that's just a long oh, yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. It, it more than anything else. So, um, what have you been up to, Ollie? Just because you are journey. So this is the first time you've been on the show. Um, mm -hmm. and I, I, I just, I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it on the show before, but I do like to, to just like give you a shout out that like everybody knows I'm a huge achievement whore and you have more achievements than I do in game. So, uh, <laughs> what, what have you been up to? Because you are like hyper accomplished in this. You don't have a hundred percent at the moment. Do you? At the moment? No, I don't. I mean, I kind of slacked with the latest trial. Mm -hmm. Um, in fact, for a couple of patches now, I've not really had the maximum, even though I, I could have done, mm -hmm. but it's just a case of, am I really going to spend like 40 million gold on a motif to get, <laughs> like, yeah. to get max achievement points again? I really know right. what that feels like. It's not going to be, you know, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I totally get that. <laughs> um, but I think the, 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 the change to uh, account-wide achievement being sort of big reason why I've kind of got back into PvP uh, a lot more because that feels like that's the only sort of 
character individual progression that we have left um so yeah i've been working on trying to get a grand overlord of every class Woof. Um, yeah so I, I i did my my dragon knight which is my my, my main i think mm-hmm. i did in about 2017 maybe um and then i did a stamina knight blade ganker um and then i did a stamina warden uh and then i just finished my uh magic and necromancer um so sometimes a sometimes a healer um with the resulty which is pretty fun especially in those big zergy fights big zergs yeah yeah uh but also you know if i'm playing uh just on my own or not in a group then i will do vicious death uh like dark convergence bombing Mm -hmm. which is also very fun um so yeah i've just been just been working on that uh so yeah i've got my four now um and i've set up my magicka sork um but i'm definitely looking forward to the arcanist uh, i yeah i think a lot of people <laughs> yeah i'm gonna jump straight on that when that comes i'm gonna see if i can get you know an early grand overlord with that see how it see how it fits into the balance of uh Cyrodiil, because undoubtedly it will be broken, overpowered, because these things always are. <laughs> That's generally how they drop, and then they correct them later. Yeah, it's a selling mm-hmm. point until it's balanced. <laughs> um, how many classes are in ESO off the top? Is this seven? Six. There's six? six at the moment. Okay. Well, yeah, it'll be the seventh. So wow. So I was I, I was just two doing thirds s- of the way there. Yeah, I was just looking at the math on how many AP you needed, which is why I was curious. I was like, good. <laughs> yeah. Fucking well, I mean, God. In, in my bank, <laughs> in my bank, I've got like 85, 90 million AP, which is so that's one grand. grand yeah, that's over a grand overlord. Because I've got, Just I've got my one grand overlord. Yeah. Um, and, and I, that was a hard. Okay, we ain't doing this again. I'll just passively mm. get whatever rank I'm on. But yeah, that's uh, it looks like a uh, three hundred and ninety million AP for base. Yeah, um, but it's it's gotten a lot easier. Like I'd say, my first grand overlord probably took like three years four years and then the next one took two years and now we're looking more like one year um so you might you know maybe you might even be able to get like one in eight months if you really tried um that's so the colovian war taught the food yes super helpful yep that was actually how i got my last level during a white strikes mayhem I made mm-hmm. like 150 and everybody in my group that was just like running with me, I was like, does anybody need these? And I'm just like handing them oh out to everybody God. just so people would continue <laughs> to want to keep running. <laughs> and I'm wow. like, yep, we just got to keep going. Everybody just stay on. I'll give you war torts along with. Like, we just got to keep pushing. Yeah. Um, that's pretty yeah. funny. Have you, um, <clears throat> have you seen the new, I, I haven't looked into all of the details because I actually generally stay uh, mostly blind to other than the, like patch notes, but like some of the stuff, uh, like specific dungeon mechanics, I like to do them just clueless on stream so everybody can just watch mm-hmm. me faceplant for like three hours. Um, have you seen the new achievements they're adding to Cyrodiil for the face markings? Yeah, I'm quite sad about that because I have uh, all 18 of my characters are packed. Um, <sighs> yeah, okay. One, that's else. very good choice. Excellent. You fit right into the show <laughs> as we ag- ag- are aggressively packed here. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I I know. I, I, I've made the joke that I can, I guess, tolerate being on DC um, like for a little right. while. Uh, I, as part of a charity incentive, had to switch to the Elmiri Dominion at the end of last year. 
And then people were like, well, you got to go into Cyrodiil at least like to make this worthwhile. <laughs> and I did. And I'm running around and I'm just like seeing a bunch of names that I recognize from people that I'm used to fighting all the time. I was like, I feel yeah, gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I feel yeah. gross. I'm like a huge traitor. Um, yeah, that's, um, that's interesting that there's one for each alliance, which I, I, I understand like, yeah. but that's rough because I'm like, I don't want to play because the achievements are not small. It's like the 50 keeps captured, whatever. It's really just, uh, isn't it like 1500 players you have to kill or something? Yeah. Wait, and I wonder how yeah. much it take. Like. So there's a facial marking that you can get for each of the alliances and they're tethered to uh, three new achievements coming out and you basically get the face marking when you do these compound achievements and there's one for each of the alliances and it's like capture 50 resources capture 50 keeps um and then one of them is get like 1500 kills in cyrodiil okay which which i'm like man you're gonna be playing that alliance for a for a while like that's not even a jump in jump out thing like I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, like, 40 players can go really quickly, you, you, especially you, if you're on your own. Well, so that's what I was about to bring up, because that's why I was kind of curious, just, like, because they're they're split differently depending upon what you're doing in-game, and mm -hmm. that's why I, I don't know anybody who has done any of these to confirm yet. Okay. Do you need to get last hit, or is it a combo thing? Because some achievements, mm. it's last hit. Others, it's not. And I've always been curious, like, what the determining factor to the way the achievement is programmed is. Like, for quests, you kill 40 players, you have to get the last hit on them. To get the Volendron kill, you have to kill it. But, like, kill 20 Wardens, you can be near 20 people who died. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I've, I've, I literally do these quests every day. So <laughs> the, the, the 20 players one, anyone in your group... Yep. just has to get a hit on them right and you have to be kind of within range and by within range it's like half the map right? yeah yeah it's it's literally just don't be more than three keeps away mm -hmm. <laughs> like... um 40 players is a little bit more interesting yeah so if you're on your own and you're not in a group you just have to get a hit on them right doesn't matter whether it's the last hit doesn't matter whether it's the first hit um and again you kind of have to be like half a map in <laughs> right. However, if you're in a group, what it seems to be is uh, you need to have done the most damage to that player in your group. Right. And then over the whole of that right. enemy's you, life. Sure. And then there's the problem of like with battleground scoring or specifically uh, a big one is Volendrung uh, uh -huh. for the Volendrung Vanquisher. You can do five hit points you better make sure it's the last five hit points because that's all that counts. It's literally yeah. only last hit yeah, yeah, because yeah. I was very, very salty for a long time that I didn't get that <laughs> achievement. That was like the only Cyrodiil achievement I didn't have for like the longest time. And yeah. there was one where we were in a huge fight uh, during a, a White Strikes Mayhem and they got sectioned off and they were like messing up my team and i was like i i've got ulti i'm just i'm nuking this person i'm gonna die but i don't care i was like i'm getting this kill and mm -hmm. i dove in and i had them down to one percent health so fast i just hit them with literally everything i could <laughs> in the most bursty fashion possible and they died 
and I, I didn't get my achievement. I'm like, I got obliterated right after. And I'm like, what the hell? So I watched my own VOD back, and all I see is a light attack arrow at one point go uh. over me. And I'm like, whoever that was just did like 40 damage and just snaked my kill and probably was like, oh, what's that achievement? While well, I'm just being miserable here and bitter that I didn't get like that. <laughs> and I did like all of it. Um, yeah. so I'm just curious how those 1500 will be calculated. I'm fine with the Ebonheart pack ones because that's what I play on anyways. It's the other two Alliance. I'm just trying to gauge how long I need to be on the other <laughs> Alliance. I have a feeling it's going to be your character needs to have hit someone yep. and then they die. I think, I don't think it's going to be like the 40 pairs where we need to do the most damage. Yeah. Uh, I don't think group kills will count that which i think is fair you should at least contribute like as long as you're part of the death kill like Mm -hmm. okay you provided damage that's fine but yeah just being like oh yeah no they you know i was in farragill that should count like (laughs) (laughs) i would expect the achievement to take about a month because i feel like that's these long achievements that's kind of what they seem to go for yeah if you want to grind it type of thing like the ones with the dailies they all seem to take about a month they'll be like you know do 30 quests oh that's that's valid so i i would expect like a month of playing it quite a lot i reckon you might have it i would say you know Maybe six months if you really only play like once a week. Sure. We'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm interested in that too because yeah. I don't really want to be playing non-packed for very long. Cor- correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's, yeah. I, feel I think it is, it, if I'm going to do that achievement, it's going to be the last one and I will play on a different campaign. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to kill my friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just go in. Yeah, exactly. Just pick a totally different. I also was yeah. wondering if I might end up doing it and just like, I'll go into the under 50 and just make yeah like sure. yeah, oh yeah. yeah we get new character slots with the arcanist coming out anyways so it's like okay you know what mm. maybe i'll just under 50 like and then <laughs> then a lot more people will be like figuring out builds and i'll just like twink out my character and just be like ah just like rush it and just get a whole <laughs> bunch of really cheap kills or something like that yeah. Yeah. um and then as soon as the achievement's done you get a uh you know Faction change token. Yes, and just correct the problem immediately. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. <laughs> but um, all right. Uh, Speaking of rewards, yeah. Let, let, do you on. do you see uh, what people are mad about on the ESO Twitter? Uh, uh, what oh, was it the costume price for <laughs> you know, uh, yes, yeah, 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 for fifteen hundred yeah. to sixteen hundred crowns. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> yes. So <laughs> we're still buying it. I know. So that's 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 my thing. Like, is it overpriced? Okay. Yeah, but I'm not a good person Everything's to gauge. That uh, that's what I was about to say. I'm probably not a good gauge on this because I think my so the only pet and mount I've purchased is the original banded guar and the <laughs> the you know the Betty Netch that was like the first non-combat pet they put in the game. Yeah. yeah. Those are the only two things I've ever purchased. For, for either of those categories i bought both of those when they first came out and i was like man 500 crowns <sighs> i guess i'll just buy like one each and that was before the crown store became you know obviously what it is now yeah. and as was i was like dude this is five dollars from for for like like a little cosmetic doohickey and i know like that the joke is like i i don't do cosmetic anything like i i don't care um 
Well, I, I usually do once, like I make my character look away and then I'm like, we're never doing this again. Like you're all done. Um, yeah. But I always am fine with paying for stuff to do in game. I mm -hmm. don't see any value personally for, for buying stuff like cosmetically, really. Like with in-game gold, I don't care. Like I'll buy all sorts of wacky crap, like I'll buy motifs, like stuff like that. It's like, well, yeah, that's cosmetic, but it contributes to my achievement or whatever. But it's like I'm buying it with gold. I'm not like spending real money on it. Um, I think everything is incredibly <laughs> overpriced, um, mm. not just in Elder Scrolls Online, but just like with the idea of digital mediums, it's like they're they're none of this is real it's a game <laughs> so it's like yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of money for for nothing for lack of a better term um but i understand you want to make your character unique yours have it to be something you can connect to um but to your point these are there, there was that three thousand crown tree, crown tree. Or, oh i mean yeah like oh, yeah. it's why I don't take ESO players seriously. Like you complain about the prices, but they still buy it. You well, that... like, okay, even with gold, you're still buying it. Yeah, someone's buying it, right? Which is why I, I really am <laughs> just like that is very expensive. Like I buy plenty of random crap with gold from like crown sellers, but to your point, somebody's yeah, yeah. paying for it. To so to somebody, it's it's worth it. And again, I'm not here to police other people. Like if you're no, not no, hurting no, no. anybody else. Mm -hmm that's fine like you do you you have fun however you want as long as you're not ruining it for somebody else yeah um which is my mantra for life like leave people alone let them do their own thing unless they're actively doing something to you type of thing um uh -huh. but that being said it is a little odd if you're going to then complain about this thing exactly and then just contribute to it as well like you do need to have some personal accountability for it and and it sort of kind of like it's i guess sucks to be put in a situation where it's like oh i really want this wow this is super overpriced so now i don't get to do the thing in game because it's okay yes but like which of these two things matters more to you is where you have to go with and it's like if it's more insulting the price of it well then yeah you should not probably purchase this thing um and i'm totally there with everybody saying like why is this so expensive it's absolutely wicked expensive like it's wild how pricey mm. that is but at the same time their feedback is people keep buying this stuff at these gradually increasing prices there's no incentive from the corporate business robot of zenimax media <laughs> microsoft whatever you want to call it. their positive reinforcement is well it doesn't matter that we bumped it up a little more because people bought it it doesn't matter that these crown packs are in these very strategically placed numbers so that you can't buy the exact amount of crowns you need for the product you have to buy a bigger one or buy two smaller ones to combine to be enough like when that ends up being what sells on their spreadsheets there is no incentive for them not to do that and regardless of if you like that or not the only way to change that is to not support it it's right. and that's where it comes to like okay well which of the things matters more do you want the thing more and 
that doesn't make it not shitty. <laughs> but like, do you want that more or do you want them to not keep going in this direction more? And that's where you have to make your pick. And most of the time, it seems like people are just like, I hate this, but then they also buy it. So I, I, I bring this up because I have a suspicion that part of the reason why people want to gatekeep the relating to the one bar stuff, yep, like specific content or specific rewards for the content, is because I think people perceive there being not enough. I don't know if that makes sense. Not enough rewards for her. you know what I mean? I mean that. Like, I mean that that we <laughs> back when you joined the first time with skinny cheeks. I, yeah. I don't think there's any. Nobody's going to say there are too many in-game rewards in Elder Scrolls Online. I don't think. Uh, I guess there's always a surprise vote. But I, I, I wouldn't think um, that that would ever be the case. Uh, I mean, like, um, not enough as in, like we, like, we can all agree there's not enough. But, like, uh, not sure. enough as in, like, there are barely enough in-game rewards already. So if more people start getting them that diminishes the value of those said rewards because they are so few right which I, does, I, does that make sense right which, which i don't that that's not good logic <laughs> no, that's what some people are like perceiving this issue as it, yeah that's like, and, and debate as and to be oh, fair yeah. you know not just throwing it that idea at players but also to be fair kind of throwing that idea at um We'll throw it just straight at Zenimax with the situation. Um, they seem uh, again. I I don't have any deep knowledge of this, but if I didn't know better, I'd say that they thought like giving away too many things in game would make people buy stuff less. Which spoiler alert, that's probably not happening either. Like, oh no. So I, yeah. so like with how rare mount like there's very few mounts you can earn in game as is. They're mostly very challenging to get because uh, you're looking for like trial trifectas to get the three possible there or the antiquities one, which is much more accessible to the grand population. There is no way to get a mount from PvP. There is no way to get a mount from four-player content. If you give people like, okay, the new dungeon you get a new skin again it's you know look, actually seems like it's pretty cool looking for the most part perry it's a weird choice when it should just be hermes more with the theme but w whatever perry again um whatever the case like okay people like skins whatever do they i i can't fathom it being like oh i got this dungeon skin i guess i'm never gonna buy one like if you like skins like and you're going to buy them you're probably gonna buy them anyways like i just like, the only reason I really ever throw on a skin or a title most of the time is if I join a group that doesn't know me and we're doing a cloud rest and they start being like, okay, so we're going to tell you how to do this and I'll put on the Griffinheart title. Not because I like the Griffinheart title. It's so you don't explain <laughs> to me how to do what we're about to do. Like, that, that that's the yeah. reason. And it's the same thing with, like, the skin. Like, I'll put on a skin... <laughs> Before, like, oh, if we're going into VHoff, oh, yeah, here's my VHoff skin. Like, you don't need to tell me how to do VHoff. Like, I got it. Like, mm -hmm. that's really... But most people like them for cosmetic reasons. And they like to switch it around. They like to mix around fashion scrolls and stuff like that. That's totally cool. But just because they earned one, I can't imagine that if that's their thing, they're just like, well, never going to buy another one now. It's like, I, I don't believe those things are mutually exclusive. 
And when you look at other games, they're not mutually exclusive. People earn stuff and buy stuff all the time. So I don't know why this game would be different in that regard. Um, but there does seem to be like that fear <laughs> that that's the case where it's just like, oh man, don't want can't, can't get that or otherwise they won't buy this or whatever, which is just, I don't know, very strange to me. Do you think there were more in-game rewards people wouldn't be as worried about the one more builds? <laughs> that how funny would that be if that was actually the I, the factor so. that ended up correcting so. everything <laughs> I think like, one of the factors is that honestly yeah perception of rewards yeah it could be i mean like i said like i know that i'm in not like a weird minority that's like eh, i like doing stuff because my reward is worthless crap it's like i just like my achievement points to go up uh toward 100 percent that is a reward that doesn't do squat. <laughs> like it just doesn't do anything. Um, but that to me isn't, most people don't care. Most people don't even like have any idea what they, they'll get an achievement. And they're like, Oh, neat. And they never pay attention to it. If it doesn't give them a, a reward. So like there's different things that inspire different people to do different things. I really, I don't know, adding more tangible cosmetic thingies or stuff you can put in your house. It just seems like an, an untapped market in this game <laughs> they really should do more with uh, i know the game makes so much it there was that thing where it's like the top 100 um highest grossing games on steam basically since it launched <laughs> it's like yeah. that's that is wild and putting in some extra mounts or cosmetics or whatever's in game just for things to work toward that's there's no way i could imagine that's going to damage that at all people throw money at this game like for various reasons whether it's content to do or you know uh, what they look like what their house looks like which house they have because those are crazy expensive and stuff like that um it's just yeah it's i don't know i i as we always kind of stumbled into, I, I can't see any problem with them just giving people more stuff to earn. It it seems like just a go-to, like just, just give people more stuff to earn because then they'll work toward earning it. And then they're in the game, which is that engagement metric thing that everybody likes. So if they're engaged in the game, maybe they'll spend money anyways. It's just, I, I don't know. All yeah. roads seem to it being more positive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you definitely want more people playing your game and, and having things to grind towards and earn that appeal to, you know, a variety of different people like cosmetics. Right. The titles aren't going to appeal to everyone, but a cosmetic, that's... that's right, and if you sweep a whole bunch of stuff, you're bound to get somebody with it. Mm. You know, like, here's, a, mm -hmm. here's five different things. Well, that's better than three because maybe those extra two appealed to somebody that the first three didn't or whatever. Yeah. Precisely, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like you say, the more time people spend in a game, the more likely they are to spend money. Right, because then you're invested in the product already. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Ugh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, we had joked about those like face marking things and like those are, are a little odd to me looking or whatever. But yeah. like, that seems like Again, you know, the PvP debate aside on how much attention it gets, like, okay, that's good, but again, like, make something, you know, make there a PvP mount, and not like a, 
metaphorical like PvP mount or something. <laughs> like, okay, you need to like <laughs> ten thousand total kills in Cyrodiil just so you're doing stuff. Like, I don't, I, whatever the case. Like, be you can be more creative yeah. than me coming up with something in two seconds. But like something that engages you in Cyrodiil for a really long time or in battlegrounds or uh imperial cities whatever give a long play thing for those people to work for and you get like a mount or something like that like mm -hmm. I, I can't see like i can't imagine people wouldn't then try to get it yeah yeah so i mean if we think about the long play ones at the moment like the battlegrounds there's defensive execution oh you get for that. i mean that took years yeah i oh, still haven't finished like mine what? i think i'm at yeah. 320 or something like that or, yeah and it, it's like, like what 10 achievement points i think you get 10 it. points yeah i think you get 10 yeah. achievement <laughs> points yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean some of the some of the serial ones at least you get like a die like you get the grand there, die. yeah everybody these, but... um you know this is i guess showing how terrible i am with fashion scrolls i remember the big thing was when I hit rank 40 and got uh, the mm. Legate title. Black, and everybody's like, oh, you got yeah. Legate Black. I'm like, what are you people? What is Legate Black? <laughs> and everybody's like, you got the best black die in the game and you don't know what Legate Black is? I was like, I have, I have no idea what you're talking about. Is it pronounced Legate? I also Legate. Oh, I, I always thought it was Legate. <laughs> I, I don't know. Is it Legate? I, I thought it was a Legate. I, I know it's a rank, but I, I actually don't know if I've ever heard it pronounced. I mean... Because it's an old... I'm pretty sure it's like yeah, an it's old like, Roman. Like Latin Roman. Yeah, so it's going to be yeah, Latin. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I'm actually not sure I've ever really heard anybody refer to them as <laughs> it. Yes, my rank is Legate or Legate. I, I, I always thought it was Legate, but it, if anybody Probably actually knows, the, I suppose I could Google this. But yeah, <laughs> however you would like us to butcher that word. <laughs> but yeah, the rank 40 black thing. I had no idea. I was, I was clueless. Yeah. yeah. The other one, uh, well, like talking about pronunciations, is uh, it is it's motif, not motif. Yes, I I know, and I'm very guilty of that. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I say motif. motif. Um, it is motif. Yeah, there, there, there's a end on a pronunciation <laughs> lesson. There are some weird, weird words that have recently been pronounced in strange ways. And I mean, the Elder Scrolls, you try to say anything dwarven, and it's a mess oh, because yeah. they don't use vowels. But like <laughs> uh, the most ridiculous thing, and we, we joke about it all the time. I heard it in a video and I d I'm not going to like throw the person under the bus in the video, but, th but, th but they said chasm and I'm like, it's chasm. It's, it's, it's a cat. Oh, like it's objectively pronounced yeah. chasm. Like that you don't, <laughs> and I get it. It's spelt chasm, but I was like, that's not the word. <laughs> like, so yeah. I feel like oftentimes things when they're not used a lot, just kind of get bumbled together into like, oh. I've read was this English so many times. How do I say language? it? What's that? Was was English their first language? Because that's the only. Excuse. I yes, they were very okay. southern oh, U.S. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, well, I joke a lot of times that actually Ark, who is from Turkey, and English is I don't know his fifth language or whatever, uh, yeah. can still pronounce stuff better than I can half the time. So I'm not really <laughs> here to try to judge anybody. I just I just found it funny. Um, <laughs> but and English is a nightmare language as is. So. Yeah. Um, the, the contractions are always weird as well. Like, why is it Sork and not Source? It's not, it's not Sorkara. It's Sorkara. <laughs> that's that's took a weird direction. No <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. What is up with that? Actually, <laughs> I don't like so, that. That brought to my attention. Also, did 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 you have a, uh, a a definitive answer from the community? Are they Marks and Starks, or are they? 
What what for for the for the new Arcanist? <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. Right. I I, don't know. I, I think Mark Stark is great. Dude, Mark. I think that is great. I I was like, I want to know how many marks are in my trial. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I think the uptight people will use uh, what is it, what is it? Stamark, Stamark, or Magark, or whatever. I feel but like they will until they have to type that a couple times, <laughs> and then we'll. If you stop. still have some joy in your life left, you'll <laughs> you'll be you'll say Stark. Mark, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I, I feel like naturally it should be Stamkinist and Magkinist, but that's weirder. You reckon? Me. Yeah, it's like why not say I don't know. Tank Knight. Tank Knight. Tank Crow. <laughs> Mag Knight. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Because Anist is the last half, right? Of right. Yeah. yeah. But in Night Blades, we say we just do the blades bit. Plar, Templar, we just do the. Yeah. Ma uh, yeah. Magplar, Stamplar. Necro, weirdly, we, we cut off the beginning and the end yes it's just because which i still find <laughs> weird because i'm like there's a lot of birds in the trial with crows it's like <laughs> yeah mark stark tarkin hark yep simple straight to the point mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um all right well i guess that pretty much tackled everything um why don't we uh jump into nephis where can people find you when you are not joining us here like you're up to a million projects uh where can everybody find you because now they love you so i don't know if they love me <laughs> i'm telling you i'm pre i predict the, awesome. the heavy tech bills awesome. gonna, people are gonna blame me either way it's it's gonna happen that's how yeah. you can I'll send I'll send yeah. you a DM the second I can't do a trifecta oh. on my thing. I'll be like, God damn it, Nephis. <laughs> I'm serious. There's a YouTube comment actually that says, I think he's doing this to get them to get them nerved. nerved. Like yeah. twenty likes. <laughs> I'm wow. just like, what the heck? To to be fair, when I first brought it up on the podcast, it was funny. A bunch of people in the chat were like, Shut up. Do not tell them about this being fun. I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like it's weird, but yeah. Uh Twitch, YouTube, ESO-U.com and twitter that, that's that's where you can find me easy peasy and how about you ollie what are you up to uh so i'm mostly doing twitch so twitch.tv forward slash ollie bow um you know you can find me pretty much everywhere i've i've, I've got ollie bow on almost every platform i can get so twitter only fans i've got just in case <laughs> perfect you how you pay for those trials <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just Google Ollie Bow or check out my Twitch and you'll get all the links. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, Ark will throw some, uh, links in the description of the podcast if you are interested as well. Um, as for us, you can follow everything we do over at talesatamrielpodcast.com. There you can find links to all of our social media and content. Be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash UESP if you want to help support the show and earn awesome Elder Scrolls themes rewards. You can also consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes or on Spotify so that people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes they matter. Thank you, everybody, for joining on this episode of Tales of Tamriel, and we will see you all next time. Have a great one, everybody. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel in the heart of
was heard to shout, Red Diamond, Red Diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red Diamond, Red Diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell, and like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong, then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost learned to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.